Good afternoon and welcome back to Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. Are you ready? Because it's time to unleash the warrior within you. Now let's get started. Well, here we are back again for another episode and excited to say this is episode 30. And I thought what a better way to celebrate 30 episodes than with a discussion on goal setting. And I have to tell you that has been a huge, huge thing for me through all the trials I've been through in the last few years. With goal setting, if you've done it, I'm sure sometime in your life you have actually set yourself some goals. The problem is if you're not set correctly, you either feel like you're an underachiever or it was so easy you kind of lost interest. So the idea with goal setting is to find the right level of effort and the right level of, um, I don't know, pressure to put on yourself to actually reach something that's somewhat attainable, but makes you work for it. Because there's nothing better than having a goal that you have to work really hard for and you achieve it. Because when you look back and you see all that you've accomplished through it and and the character that it builds, it is a great feeling, which then stems you to want to do another goal. Now, I have started another goal because I was getting a little stagnant. Um, For those of you that don't know, this summer, my family and I finally moved homes. We went to a one-level home, kind of. There is a basement, but that's where my boys are. And so my my domain is mostly upstairs. Laundry's on the same level. Everything's on the same level. And that was something that my husband and I had talked about doing for several years now through all my knee surgeries since 2013. I just couldn't pull myself away from the home the boys had pretty much been raised in. And we'd been in for 12 years. But we did, and that was quite the undertaking and a very fast undertaking um, this summer. I mean, that that just whooped me. Um, I was doing the move with a socket that really wasn't fitting. We were moving further away from my prosthetist, and I just didn't want to really spend the time running back and forth when I just wanted to unpack and have a home to live in. So if you've ever moved, which I'm sure like 99% of you have moved, Uh, in your adult life, you know that unpacking and packing and all that stuff is just time consuming. It's uh, physically exhausting. And you take me where I'm, I'm an above knee amputee and you're trying to do that with a prosthetic that is not fitting well. And it makes for um, some pain and some sleepless, restless nights and exhaustion the next day that just never seems to settle. Now, that was in June, we are now October, and I'm finally feeling rested. I have worked with my prosthetist to get a better fitting socket. I am going back tomorrow for um, kind of the final, but not the decorated final, because he knows I cannot be in the one that I have now because he had to kind of fix it up where there was a crack that was actually causing raw marks inside my, um, my thigh. So they're trying to turn this around for me really quick to get the black one back. And then next week I'll drop off that one again and have him paint it the way I want it and do everything. 
Anyway, that was way too long of a story. I apologize for you that know me. There's no other way around it. That's just who I am. But back to our goal setting. Um, I noticed that this summer, even though I was working really hard around the house, you'd think I'd feel like I was physically active, but I didn't. Um, anybody that likes to work out or walk or run or do anything like that, you know that you can physically exhaust yourself within your home, like cleaning the house and moving and things like that. But really, it it's not a replacement for literally working out. The problem is, is when you do something like a move, it takes every bit of energy to make it to the end of the day in one piece and wake up the next morning to do it again, that there isn't any energy left to lift or run or do anything. Like I wasn't even really getting out for walks, mostly because my socket wasn't fitting well and I was already beaten on it in the house and I was hitting my, my femur on the bottom and I had just outgrown it. It was time for a new one. So we are now in a place, I finally feel like I've regained my energy. I have settled down some aches and pains that happened from the constant um, up and down of moving and pulling things out of boxes. I have a new socket on its way and I decided that I'm gonna go back to how I started. When you first get a socket and you are a new amputee, you put something like that on and it's totally foreign. I can't even explain it if you haven't been there. There's no way to explain what it feels like or what it's like to not have a body part that you've, you were born with and you've had all your life. And then on top of that, you put something hard and heavy and plastic up over your leg and you try to get used to the way it feels, but you also have to understand the mechanics of walking again with something that you can't control the way you used to control your old knee. And because I'm two joints missing, I have no ankle and no knee, you know, I had to really trust that I was doing the right thing with my knee so that I knew my foot was hitting the ground in front of me with every step, which at the very beginning is very frightening. Uh, I can't even... I can't even explain it. What I decided to do two and a half years ago after I got my um, my first uh, prosthesis was I decided to check out virtual races. They're all the rave now, right? Since the pandemic, everyone's done virtual races, I swear, because you can do them anyhow, any way, anywhere you want. And just within a time frame. And even if you go over the time frame, it's okay. And so it's, it's a really good way if you are internally motivated to actually um, get exercise, set some goals, and do what you need to do. Well, I found out one of my secrets was the only way I was going to get better at walking in my prosthetic was to actually walk in my prosthetic. And so I knew that I needed the carrot dangled in front of me. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes we love we can work with intrinsic rewards, you know, feeling good about ourselves. And there is still that kid in us that loves the extrinsic. And these metals are crazy amazing. <laughs> and once you start doing them and you receive them in the mail, I'm sorry, there's no turning back. It's a strange addiction. So I started my very first one. I started it late because I started looking and it had already started, but you could jump in any time. 
And I think it was the first one I did was, um, it was the summer one and it was, um, will run for bling.com. And, uh, it was, I think, 175 miles uh, in like three months. And I was like, well, that's doable, right? Like I could totally do 175 miles. So I signed up, you know, you, you pay for the medal and the finisher bib and you can buy a t-shirt if you want. And uh, after I paid for it and everything, and they said it'll be shipped at the end of our time frame. So I think if you had till August 1st or something, they would send it out around August 1st and you'd get it right after you supposedly finished if you finished on their deadline. <laughs> so after I, you know, hit send and got it sent in and I, I registered, I started going, okay, so I've, I'm already into this late. And so I have to finish this by this many days. And I, I calculated how many days it was. And then I took that 175 and I divided it. <laughs> okay, keeping in mind, I was a very new amputee with a brand new leg. And it was like two miles a day. And I'm like, well, that's doable. Two miles. That's nothing, right? Every day, seven days a week for like two and a half months. It was like two miles a day, if not more. Well, I will tell you right now that the very first time I decided to challenge myself, you know, I went out there. I was like, I've got this. I'm going to do this. I can't wait. I'm going to kick butt. I'm going to learn how to walk really well because I'm going to be walking every day and it'll just get easier and easier and easier. The first day I went out ready for two miles, I got to the mailbox and went, oh my gosh, this is so much harder than I thought. And I came back, I think I did point like four miles. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll just add it on, you know, I'll, I'll divvy it out. So if I have to do two point, you know, 25 on the remainder of these days, that's not a big deal. So that went on for several days because it's, it's not like you can just put it on you don't know how the mechanics work. You're trying to, to learn how to use it and put in two miles. I can't tell you that it killed my other leg. Like my leg was taking a brunt of it. But on the long haul, I have to tell you that by the end, I, I made the goal. Well, I hit 175 miles. I was about a week late to the deadline, but that's okay. I finished it. And I was so proud of myself because truly by the end I was walking so much better than a lot of amputees are after a couple months and it just it it made me stronger mentally physically emotionally it it chiseled some character because I had to really dig down at times and really push through and I'll tell you what when that medal came that was the most exciting thing ever to open that package up and just see this huge heavy metal with this thick ribbon and it was just so cool and it's at 175 miles and I was like hooked and then I realized that I had my um I had decided um a good friend of mine the week or the day before my my amputation got together with me and said listen this is what I'm going to do for you she goes in one year after your amputation, the Phoenix Rock and Roll Marathon is in town January of um, 19. Nope, January of 20, because I got amp my amputation was December 18th of 18. So the following year in January, so a year and a month, um, I want to challenge you to the 5K, the 10K, or the half marathon. She goes, I won't do a marathon with you, but I will do one of those others. 
So that summer after I finished that 175, I'm like, I got this. I'm going to put a running blade on and I'm going to start running. I'm going to get this. It's going to be simple. It'll be faster because I'll be able to run, right? Running's faster than walking, so it should be easier and quicker. And I signed up to do the 10K because I thought, well, 5K, please. I've been doing two miles a day. I can do 3.2. So therefore, I probably could do, or 3.1. So I probably could do 6.2 miles by the following well, actually, at this point, it was in six months. Keeping in mind that I had learned how to walk and I could get up to two miles a day, but I hadn't, I didn't even have a running blade yet. And I hadn't even obviously then tried it on and I hadn't gotten the feel that it was actually different. And it is, it is so different. Um, my walking leg, my sea leg, from Autobach is um, electronic and it has a you know a slowing mechanism like if I go to fall it actually slows my knee bend down because I, I can't control my knee right I don't have a quad muscle attached to my knee to, to slow falling so that's what this knee does uh, the running blade does not it is either open or locked hinge and it, think of a door swinging open and shut really quick. That's what it's like unlocked. If it's locked, it literally is like peg legging with a bouncy foot, so to speak. Well, I wasn't even sure how I was gonna get my running blade, but you know what? I believe that where there's a will, there's a way. And I wrote to some people that I had just finally met because they were people that helped me fight insurance to get my sea leg. And that person knew somebody that worked with a nonprofit. I wrote them and told a little bit of my story. I decided to do my 10K for St. Jude's, St. Jude um, Children's Research Hospital. Um, I wanted it to be another goal for me. It wasn't just about me signing up for a race or learning to run or finishing 10K, but it I needed something different, something that was valuable that was un, in, intangible yet so powerful and that was running for kids battling cancer because I wanted to take the pressure off my mind of a woe is me attitude and put it on that I'm I'm doing well it's time to help others and so when I told this company that I was doing that like within two weeks they sent me a brand new running blade um, on them so first part was done. Okay, I got the race um, registered for. Second part was done. I got a running blade. Third one, let's put it on and see how it works. Holy cow. I got to tell you, it is much harder than I thought it would be not having a knee and trying to learn how to do it. Some people actually only run with it locked and they kind of swing it out when they run. Um, I don't do really well with that. I actually have done that and almost tripped and fallen. However, when I do unlock it, nine times out of 10, if I get too tired towards the end of any walk or run with it, um, if I get lackadaisical and get lazy, I tend to hit the toe and then it just crumples me forward. So I started wearing skateboard um, wrist guards because I was literally landing straight forward, protecting my face every time I walked or ran with it. And so um, there was a healthy fear there, which is great, except it was also in, in, in a, enabling me, no, disabling me um, to actually learn 
to control it. And so it's been my nemesis. Um, it still is to this day. But I did set that goal. So what do you do? If you set a goal to learn how to use a walking leg by doing 175 miles in like three months, then you do your next goal, but with the running blade. So the next one was a fall right after the same company. It was a fall challenge and it was 150 miles. I'm like, oh, it's less, I can do this. And I promised myself, and there's a group, there's a great Facebook group that's awesome people. I love them to death. Um, and they they were there to cheer me on. I just, and I made myself accountable. That's another thing with goal setting. Make yourself accountable. How do you do that? Don't hide your goals so that you can cop out on yourself. Let people know that will hold you accountable, okay? That is the best way to keep on um, doing what you're doing, even in the hard times, because it might seem great today to set a goal, and then tomorrow you wake up and you're not feeling well, or things don't seem right, or you don't have enough time, or something, 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 you just don't want to do it, then the next thing you know, you've kind of dropped your goals. But friends and family won't let you do that. So I decided to get on Facebook in this group of like, you know, several thousand people, and I told them, this is my goal. I'm gonna do all 150 miles with my running blade. I didn't care if I ran it or walked it, but it was gonna be with my running blade so I could become friends with my running blade. So you know, I did achieve that goal. 150 miles I put on my running blade. Most of it was walking because I just was so unsure of it, but I did hit it. And I was held accountable by the group and I would post things and they were such great cheerleaders. I mean, people from all over the world, people I've never met before, and they are just an amazing group of people. So I did three of those races until I finally hung up my hat with that to focus on some other things like this podcast and a horse that kind of came into my life. And so things kind of got redirected. Well, guess what I did yesterday? I started the new fall challenge. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is the fall challenge. It is the same company, willrunforbling.com, and it's called Peace Love Fall. It's a 150 mile challenge from October 1st to December 5th. Because I realized I have kind of let myself go and saying, oh, I'm kind of tired today. I'm just gonna sit and hang out after dinner. I'm, maybe I'll have a glass of wine. So instead of working out or getting out and walking, I'm chilling which is great and all, except that you can get, I can get into a really bad habit of chilling day after day after day. And you don't want to do that because that just breeds bad habit after bad habit. Then the next thing you know, you're letting yourself go with this and that, and it's just one thing after another. So I started this challenge. If you want to join me, sign up. It's great. There's a private Facebook group. Maybe you'll see me on there and posting. Um, but like I said, it's will run for bling, B-L-I-N-G dot com. Um, giving them a huge shout out today because you know what? It's really about the community. I have never been on a social media group that everyone is so endearing and loving and supportive and they cheer each other on. Everybody's at different stages. There are I don't know if there's anybody that's amputee on there, at least nobody that's come up to my attention the first few times I did one. I don't know about this group, but people that are struggling with their medical health and mental health and some people that are just 
natural born runners and they just want a group to just do it, you know, with, um, a lot of people are like, Hey, I haven't done anything in years. I'm overweight. And I finally made it, um, one mile today. And everybody's like, woohoo. Yeah, that's awesome. So accountability is a huge thing for you to set a goal and to achieve that goal. Um, some people just don't have it in them to stick with it. And when you're trying to build new habits, you really do need someone in your corner pushing you on those days when they get, it gets hard. I wake up and there's days where maybe my leg just doesn't feel right. Or I put it on and there's no way I'm getting out for a walk, but I find other ways to exercise. Again, these kind of virtual races, you can walk, you can run, you can swim, you can bike, you can hike. Um, I've done some scootering. If I have a really bad fitting socket or I'm struggling with something, um, I'll get on my scooter and I'm not talking about a powered scooter cause I do have one of those. I get on my manual scooter and these Hills in this new area I'm in, they kick my butt. I mean, it is tough around here. So don't mistake just because you're not out walking and hitting the street hard for five miles. Doesn't mean you can't find another way to relieve stress on your body and joints by doing something a little different. I know a lot of people that do the swimming um, and biking. You can get, you know, there is a exchange like for every three miles of biking is one mile of walking for the virtual races, something like that. But, um, you know, go for it. You know, join me on this. This is a great way to do it. But I wanted to talk about goal setting today because I think it's really important for our mental health, our physical health, And when you have those two components, then your emotional health is also going to be stronger. If you feel good about yourself up here in your head and you feel good about the way your clothes are fitting and how you're, how you're living your life, you are going to be a much happier person to be around. You're going to um, be able to make better decisions in life. You're going to be a good parent or spouse or friend or daughter or son or whatever. And it's just really, really good um, all around. Um, that's one of the reasons why um, like my website is Be A Warrior 360. The 360 stands for taking care of your physical, your emotional, and your mental health. It's, it's, they're all encompassing. That's a triangle that you need to have stable to live a healthy life in all aspects. And I want that for you. And so this episode, truly, I just want you to think about how you can set goals for yourself. What is it you really want to achieve? And don't get crazy. Like, I never thought I wanted to lose 55 pounds. That's what I ended up losing. But I didn't make it about weight loss. I just made it about making better choices. When I started exercising, I wanted to eat better. It just kind of was a trickle effect. And as I started doing that day after day after day, I was motivated. I was moving all the time. And then all of a sudden I started weighing myself and went, holy cow, I'm like down by this much. I'm down by this much. I thought I had lost a lot of weight just before the pandemic. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit. And I know a lot of my friends were complaining because they were starting to sit around a lot because we were all closed in. And I vowed at that moment, my goal was I will not gain any weight on this pandemic journey we're on. I will actually start to try to take it off. So I was going to find ways to exercise at home because I used to have a gym membership and then I kind of just cut that out at the pandemic and then they closed those doors. So it was not like there was a choice. So then I reinvented what I did 
And that was truly a godsend because when I look back now, I thought I had lost a lot of weight prior to the pandemic, but I actually lost a lot more weight during the pandemic. And I, I don't even, it wasn't like I was trying, it was just the trickle effect. I was setting goals to keep walking every day. And during, once the pandemic hit, you notice that the virtual races became a really big thing. I was trying to do races for St. Jude again. I was supposed to do the Vegas rock and roll and it got canceled, right? They were all getting canceled. So then I decided to look up what virtual races there might be. And you couldn't believe how many 5K, 10K virtual races there are. I didn't need any huge, hard hitting goals. I just needed something to keep me going all the time. So it became, oh, that's really cool. It's, there's a Christmas one. Of course I had to do the leg lamp Christmas challenge and the, the, the medal is the leg lamp from a uh, Christmas story. And, um, and so I did that race, that was a 5K. And you know, most of the time it was just walking. At one point in time when I was feeling really, really good and everything was just clicking, I would run, walk, run, walk, run, walk. My goal would be really, I would love to, to get to a point where I could run a couple miles. I mean, that would be really fantastic. That is a goal that's going to take me time. And I know that that is the distant goal. Okay. Now the goal is just find time to actually stop, take a time out of the day, unscrew your leg and screw in your running blade and even just walk around the house. Because if I can get used to how it feels, then I can take it outside. Um, I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to be out in public making a fool of myself. I like to already own something and know how to do it. Um, thus, probably the reason why I've struggled with getting to my running blade. Um, I tried learning how to run at night. Uh, not really safe. Um, can't see the, the ground very well. You, shadows are everywhere. That was a huge mistake on my part. But my goals are this, if I want to run someday, like do a full on run, even if it's running one mile solid, which I've never done with my running blade, if I can start by getting it on and moving around the house, like every, every day, do it just for a little bit, then get myself to go outside with it and walk in the neighborhood. And these hills are different here. I mean, we were much more flat where we used to live this past year, 12 years, now it's very hilly. So I have to learn to control my leg going downhill and then making sure I swing it when I'm going uphill so I don't hit the hill and fall forward. So once I get used to that, then I can start learning how to run. So it's step by step. And I know that. I know that about me because I've done this before. That's how I have to restart and kickstart my running career. So that is where I'm at. And I just wanted to get on. I wanted to talk to you about goals Everywhere around the country now, our weather is cooling off. Everybody's moving into fall. Even this morning, I know it's a little warm right now, but it's still only in the 80s for us here in Arizona. The sun is still pretty darn intense, but it is so much more manageable to be outside. And for me, I am finding that getting my leg on in the morning and trying to run out and get walking in right away, I've actually been, I think, stressing out my adductors. So instead of doing that, I want to be able to do stuff midday or towards the evening before dinner when my leg is warmed up and I've been lugging this 12-pound prosthetic around. So I always end each episode with a call to action. 
I bet you can guess what this week's call to action is. I want you to set a goal, any goal for anything. What have you been dying to do? Now is the time. For me, I know during this time of year, I love the holidays. I love the coffee drinks at Starbucks that are starting to come in with all the pumpkin and then we're gonna get into the holiday ones. And I need to make sure that going to parties and cheese and crackers and dips and heavy foods and cookies, that I keep my body in check. And the only way to do it is if I work out, I'm a calorie deficit kind of person. So if I'm gonna, you know, eat larger because I know I'm going to a gathering and they're going to have cookies and all the good stuff. I need to know how many calories I'm going to burn through the day versus how much I'm eating. And I want a calorie deficit. So if I'm trying to stay at 1600 calories and I, I work out, you know, I can maybe if I do 400 calories of working out, then I have about 2000 of calories I can eat as long as I burn off about 600. You make sense? You sticking with me on this? So for me, this is another reason why I did this fall challenge. One, the metal is adorable. So that's why I chose it. Two, love, love, love the Facebook group. These people are such great people with great attitudes and motivators, and they just have a lot of love for each other. And I wanted to be back in that community. I miss them. And then three, this is gonna take me to the beginning of December and I will be in a great place and a great mindset and, and everything to handle the temptations of Halloween candy, Thanksgiving dinner, and Christmas cookies. And that's important to me because that is my weak point. So I'm gonna keep myself motivated and setting goals for myself. And this one being external because I get a really cool medal, um, that helps. And then when Christmas comes, I'll do a 5K of some really cool Christmassy looking one. So your, my call to action for you is to set a goal for yourself. Maybe it's doing your first 5K virtual race. If you need something even better than a really cool medal to motivate you, several companies actually do fundraising. Like the money goes towards, you know, a portion goes towards your medal and the product they send you, but then the 50% or whatever goes to some sort of um, fundraising for whatever group. I mean, you can find one for anything. You know, there's St. Jude ones, there are for animal lovers, there's for uh, wounded warriors. I mean, if you have something that you are looking at doing, a lot of times the medals that you buy and the money you send them, they put it towards um, making, reaching a goal to help another community out. And I think those are fantastic. I love those kind and most of my medals are like that. Now, if you get on my website, um, www.bawarrior360.com, I will post my rack of medals. The medals that I put on there, the picture I will put on there, those are medals that I have only gotten as an amputee. And I have no other medals. I mean, of course, I've got a couple little things here the reason I became an amputee was I actually hurt myself in karate. So I have some karate medals from competing and some and trophies, but all the virtual race medals, those are all from the last two years. And I have probably 15 or 16 of them. Um, 
and it's just it's my pride and joy it, it, it's it's something that that drives me forward and keeps me motivated try this will run for bling it is a large it is a large goal so if you're sitting on the couch and you're wondering how to handle remember you can do it any way if you're in a wheelchair do a 5k in your wheelchair if you can scooter try scootering if you can get on a bike even a recumbent bike you could do something at the gym you could go and be on a treadmill whatever it takes to get you moving i want you to go for it achieve movement mobility is freedom freedom gives you independence and so many of us that are struggling with that really that will help your mental state and then that will again trigger the emotional state and your physical state everything will will come together so by next week i want you to have set some sort of goal for yourself and don't just sit there and go oh well someday i'm going to get out and i'm going to do a 5k i want you to go and research it find a virtual 5k sign up for it and get after it a lot of those virtual 5ks you can do it in one day any day you want any time of day you want any way you want and they tell you just to have it done like in the next two months and they'll once you finish it they'll send it or they'll send it on a certain date so if you want to do something like that or maybe your goal is just to start eating better you know that's that's great you know cut I would suggest don't cut things out I mean unless you're really doing something nasty um, I still do my Starbucks but I make sure that I earn it most of the time my Starbucks I get because I've walked to my Starbucks. My local Starbucks is about three quarters of a mile away. And then I walk with it around and back home. And by the time I'm to home, I got a mile and a half in. So, you know, I, I try not to cut things out because I don't want to starve myself. And I don't want to sit there and go, oh, I just really want, that's my one thing that I won't cut out because it's something that makes me feel happy. So I keep my Starbucks. But go for it, find a goal. What I would also suggest is you give yourself a deadline for your goal. If you don't give yourself a deadline, you will end up flaking. So set a goal, at least one goal. Two, tell people about it. If you don't tell anyone and it becomes a secret to you, you will drop it really quick. The first moment there's um, adversity, you'll drop it. You don't want to do that. That's that's not goal setting. That's just going to make you feel bad about yourself and put you into a negative space. Uh, cycle a negative self-talk and we've talked about that you want to stay positive positive. and then third I would write it somewhere what's your goal like for me I have this sheet of paper that has a hundred and fifty written on it one two three four five six there's rows and every time I do a mile I cross it off and that way I know that I'm at my 150 when 150 comes up and I know I've hit my goal I have that out I keep it on my desk so it's where I sit every day and I see it every day. If you want to, I don't know, do cut something out of your diet. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you're going to stop eating candy for right now. Okay, that's not a bad goal, not a bad thing to cut out. Have something else that's sweet that you can have in place of it that's not really bad for you. Then write that down on a note card and like Put it on a mirror in your bathroom, something that you see every morning to remind yourself that that is what you're achieving today. For some of us, it might be make sure you get out and do 30 minutes of activity. It could be yard work. It could be housework. It could be walking your dog. It could be getting the mail. It could be biking, whatever. But make sure that you 
set a goal and you, like I said, set a date, set a goal, set accountability people up in your, your corner so that you can achieve it and then write it down. And then someplace like in a, a daily calendar somewhere that you can sit there and give yourself props that you, you made it through another day of hitting your goal. Because some people will do daily goals. If I can do this every day, boom. Did I get out for 30 minutes? Yep, 30 minutes. Oh, I did 45 minutes today. Awesome, you know? So baby steps too count, you know? Maybe maybe you have literally been on the couch because you're like me, you were an amputee and you're really, you, you don't like your socket. Well, maybe your goal is simple. Maybe it's putting it on first thing in the morning and wearing it to lunch, especially if you never want to wear it. But maybe you wear it for a few hours. Maybe when you start to hurt in it, instead of just taking it off to get rid of it, you deal with it, but you sit down and just read a book or do something not active in it, just so your body gets used to having it on it. Because that is a whole nother ball game in itself. So, you know, don't just take off your prosthetic and, and get rid of it, you know, put it in a corner for the full day, start building that resistance up. There's no way you can get better at using one if you're not using it, okay? So, and then if you don't use it, you just, you, you get more fearful of it. That's like me and my running blade. And I'm, I'm, ta- I'm preaching to the choir there. Like, I have a little bit of a fear, too much almost, to be healthy um, on my running blade. And I just got to get over it. So I, I wish you guys well. I hope this goal setting um, was helpful for you. You know that I'm always here. If you have any comments or questions, I would love to hear them. I'm hoping that next week I will have on my um, my assistant prosthetist. He and I were talking about expectations and what to expect with your fit and expecting just general in life. Sometimes we have high expectations for certain things and it falls short. That can be the goal setting aspect too. Sometimes we set goals so high that we're just setting ourselves up for failure. So he and I are going to have a discussion about expectations next week. You don't want to miss it. David is amazing. Um, we, we get together and we laugh and we joke. We push each other. <clears throat> he and I actually dropped to the floor and did some push-ups in their office about a month or so ago because um, I was so frustrated with not being able to pull my socket off. And I just needed to release some of that pressure. But uh, anyways, I hope you're doing well. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and set those goals. I know you can do it and I want you to tell me about it. Find me on Instagram at BAWarrior360 or Angie underscore Huser. I'm on Instagram both ways. I'm also on those same names on Facebook. And you can also write on my website or um, I think my email is also on the website and on my Instagram. So you can email me too. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope everybody is healthy and happy. And you know, I just want to hear what those goals are all about. So please, please reach out to me. I want to hear where your goals are. I can be your accountability person. So you can let me know what they are and I will keep you accountable. All right. Until next time, you know it. Be healthy. Be happy. Be you.